Yes. All right. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon if you're joining us from the East Coast. My name is Eduardo Silva. I am the VP of Sales here at Foot Traffic, and I'm going to be your host for today. Uh, we will be getting started here in just a couple moments. Uh, let's allow just a few more seconds here or perhaps a minute for the rest of our attendees to join, and we'll get started. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us. Once again, my name is Eduardo Silva. I am your host for today. Um, I'm really, really excited about today's webinar. Uh, but before getting started uh, with Ask Me Anything uh, regarding digital marketing, let us uh, do a quick introduction on ourselves here uh, to frame our conversation for today. Um, a little bit about myself. I am the VP of Sales here at Foot Traffic. Um, I've been uh, with the team since December of last year and really, really excited to be joining the industry. Um, certainly been um, an advocate for the industry for many, many years, um, so much so that a little fun fact about myself, I did graduate from a high school here in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is called San Rafael High School. And uh, for those of you who are aware, that's where the whole 420 um, movement got its start in the 1970s. So it's certainly been running through my veins for quite some time um, and really, really excited to be part of the industry and uh, also be able to help you uh, navigate these marketing challenges. And to me, with, with me today is our CEO uh, and founder, Guillermo. I'll allow him to do an, a quick introduction. Hi, my name is Guillermo Bravo. I'm the, the CEO and founder of Foot Traffic. I uh, started the company about four years back, uh, really following my passion. I, I live and sleep uh, marketing and I love cannabis, so it was, uh, it was a blessing to really get involved in the, in the industry and, uh, and grow this company with a great team. Thank you for that, Guillermo. I'm really excited to uh, be hosting this webinar here with you today, um, in part because we get to really share a lot of your lessons learned through your career, but also uh, as the founder of Foot Traffic, since you really um, put this company together based on dispensary, uh, medicinal dispensaries, delivery services needs from day one. So a lot of what you've learned is applicable and can really help drive this industry forward. So thank you so much for taking the time to answer a lot of these questions. Um, a couple items here before we get started. Uh, quick introduction of foot traffic. So we are a dispensary uh, digital marketing agency. And really what that means is that we've been in business for around five years now, focusing solely in this industry. That is literally, as I alluded to a moment ago, we were founded with a vision of sharing, um, you know, market um, uh, boosting activities from marketing for dispensaries, medicinal practices, uh, delivery services from day one, five years ago when we first started. Guillermo was providing a lot of services 
to the medicinal side of dispensaries before California even came out with the recreational um, uh, law. And so once he saw a lot of those successes, he was able to expand into other markets throughout the United States. Today, Foot Traffic is a, a dispensary marketing service uh, firm, if you will, covering all of the United States as well as Canada. So we're covering all of North America. Uh, at any given point, we may be working with around 200 different stores uh, or more um, and applying several different um, marketing strategies that are very dynamic for each one of the markets that those dispensaries are in. So uh, it's really, really exciting uh, in part because we get to see how the industry is um, you know, evolving, right? Uh, especially during this trying times of COVID. So before we get into, you know, the webinar here today, I definitely want to just get us uh, prepared. Uh, we had a lot of questions that were already submitted prior to the webinar, but uh, let's take a quick moment here to just navigate the Zoom interface. Um, there is a Q&A section on the top of the screen. So if you navigate there real quickly, just to get familiar with it, uh, in that Q&A, we will be able to actually get your answers in real time, uh, hopefully answer all of them, uh, but a lot of individuals have submitted those questions already ahead of time as well. So please do feel free to go uh, into the Q&A, ask us any questions. This is really a time dedicated for you, uh, so you can walk away with a lot of knowledge. So really the motif of today's meeting is answering um, your most burning cannabis marketing questions both with myself as well as Guillermo here. And we're gonna be sharing how to get more customers really to your dispensaries and or delivery service. Uh, and you know, overall we get it. Digital marketing can be quite confusing. There are so many different uh, initiatives that we can embark on. But as experts in this field, we want to be able to share our knowledge that we've uh, gained over the years so you can implement the best strategies for your dispensary. And so I'm really, really excited about that. And um, let's go ahead and jump right in, I guess. Uh, just if you're just joining us once again, there is a Q&A button on the top of the um, webinar uh, Zoom screen. Uh, if you have any questions, please do feel free to ask us any of those questions um, while we're going through the webinar here. Uh, once again, this is a time dedicated to you. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Uh, Guillermo, any, any thoughts before we get started? Uh, no, I mean, I'm ready to get started. If you want to stop sharing your screen, we can just do the video video one-on-one uh, -on -one here. <laughs> let's here do it. Let's do it. So perfect. So Guillermo, uh, first question, and, and this should be a, a softball for you here, but um, what is digital marketing and why does it matter for dispensaries? Uh, great question. So digital marketing is the use of the internet, mobile devices, social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook, search engines, and other channels to reach your customers. So this is crucial for dispensaries as you're highly regulated and it's, uh, you know, and you can track, you know, separate from traditional marketing, uh, traditional marketing, you are, you're, you're highly restricted. So digital marketing gives you the ability to, to reach your customers on their cell phones. That's great. You know, and I think that it's really important to create a distinction between digital marketing and traditional marketing, right? And you, you touched on something there, Guillermo, and that is, you know, some of the regulations, right? So compliance 
Can you, can you share a little bit more of what are some of the challenges that digital marketing helps overcome, if you will, for dispensaries that are out there trying to build that brand and build that market share, right? And wanting to use a combination of both. Yeah, so on the digital marketing front, you know, everything is, is trackable. So digital marketing gives you the ability to, to easily track the results and get in front of the right people in a compliant manner. So for example, in California, you need to, you need to be able to prove at any time that you're reaching 71, I think 71.6% of the people have to be 21 and up for those marketing uh, channels. So you need to be able to prove that. And with a lot of traditional uh, marketing, you know, like radio, print, and TV, you, you're, really, you're really sharing your message and your advertising with everyone, including people that are underage. So you want, to, you want to ensure that you're showing your digital marketing to the right people and you know, with, with social media, with uh, Google, and with you know, any of these advertising tactics, you can actually choose to only show it to, to that age range. So it gives you the ability to, to only show to that group. <clears throat> great, great. And, um, you know, I guess if following up to that, right, um, why does digital marketing really matter for dispensaries in that case then? Well, what is the, the key driver there? Uh, the key driver for, for digital marketing is increasing customers and revenue. You know, so we, you know, <laughs> uh, when I started a company, I was having trouble coming up with a name and I kept saying foot traffic, foot traffic, foot traffic. And, you know, after, after a few months of going through your name, it's like, that's exactly what we want to do is drive foot traffic to, to dispensaries. So it's as easy as that website traffic and foot traffic. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. And we did have a question that was asked here by one of the attendees. How do you leverage this digital marketing platforms for cannabis companies when regulations are preventing ad placement? So we will address this question uh, with some of the other options that we have here in place. Um, I think this is a multi-pronged answer. So just stick around here. You're definitely going to see several different strategies that we can offer, which um, will be compliant, uh, but also will be leveraging the platforms that will not restrict you. And so we do have some great uh, questions here that were asked prior. Um, Guillermo, another question here for you. How do you measure the effectiveness of a digital marketing campaign? Revenue attribution. Uh, we've been we've been talking about this for some time, and you know that's the key to measuring the success of your of your marketing campaigns. And revenue attribution is the it's the process of matching customer sales to specific advertising channels. You know, so you can understand where the revenue is coming from and how to op optimize your advertising budgets you know, long term. Yeah. Great. And uh, we did have another question that came in, and I thought this one was pretty interesting. Uh, and that is, you know, obviously kind of going back to the question that one of the attendees asked here uh, a, a little bit ago in terms of what are some of the compliant me methods for advertising since some um, organizations out there do block a lot of advertisement placement. Um, the question came in from Brian Smith um, from uh, a dispensary here. And his question is, hey, I live in a rural area. Half of my customers don't really use smartphones. How can I help? Uh, how can you help me advertise and drive 
uh, customer access or, or engagement, right, and sales in this type of environment? Yeah, we actually, we've, we face that challenge in some markets as well in those rural, rural cities and reaching the baby boomer audience, right? So uh, the easiest way to do that is through traditional marketing, and that's going to be through direct mailers. So you're going to want to print out, you know, that, that demographic, you'll want to select uh, the different markets that you want to target is market meaning addresses or neighborhoods that you'd like to target for direct mailers and then choose, you know, uh, 21 and up so that you are compliant. And then uh, you'll want to, you know, print out some advertising on a, like a postcard and send that to those, to that audience. You know, that's the, that's the easiest way. Uh, even though that they don't, even though they don't have a smartphone, I'm assuming they have a computer at home or maybe an iPad. I, you know, I know my parents, uh, you know, they don't have smartphones, but you know, they, they love to use their iPad and they live on that thing. So, um, you know, reaching people through direct mailers and getting them to go on the website when they're at home, that's a great way. Or just ask them to come in and, you know, if they don't want to request for direction, just to, you know, or they don't want to, um, you know, engage with you anyway, the traditional ways through a mobile phone, just get them in the store one time and, and really build that uh, experience with them and, and show them that you care. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a great point there. And I would add that, you know, that is one of the services that we do provide our customers uh, to make it a lot easier and just seamless, really. Um, where we use a uh, one of our services for direct mailer campaigns. But in addition to that, we integrate those direct mailers with QR codes and or even text message to really engage that individual in real time and track the results directly from those campaigns itself. So very uh, um, great way to attract individuals that are perhaps going to be a little bit more on that traditional. Um, Let's let's keep moving it right along here, Guillermo. So that's a great one. Obviously, you know, there are some compliance challenges there, but we can overcome those compliance challenges through mailers as well by helping you, making sure that you're not reaching the audience that is below the age requirement in your particular state. Um, so that's one of the great ways. Uh, also going back to the question that was asked by one of our attendees, what types of digital marketing do you think dispensaries should prioritize, Guillermo? Uh, for right now, it would be SEO, which is search engine optimization, SMS, which is text message marketing, geo ads, Google ads, and mailers. Uh, these are the ones that have proven to have the, the most impact on revenue and the most ROI. Uh, you know, as opposed to a social media, you know, one of the reasons Facebook Facebook is a leader, but it's not when it comes to actually driving sales. So, you know, social media is great for getting that initial awareness out there. So, you know, having people recognize your name, but as far as people buying from your website, it's going to be from the, the channels that I just mentioned. That's wonderful. Um, thank you for sharing that. And then how can I capture customer data and what can I do with it? Great question. This is really important too. So, uh, you know, the two best ways to, to capture customer data is through your website and then in the store. So on the website, you'll want to, you'll want to install a, a pop-up 
asking customers to, to join your VIP list or your loyalty program. And it's important that you get their, their name, email, phone number. And the most important thing is the, their consent to receiving marketing messages. So you want to make sure that you are compliant in every way when uh, capturing customers' information. And then in store, you want to encourage your bud tenders to ask each customer if they would like to join the loyalty program and if they would like to receive marketing messages with the, you know, the deals of the week. So, you know, it's, it's really important to build your customer list because, you know, this is going to give, the abil give you the ability to get your, your latest deals and any events that you have out to your audience in a quick, quick way. So, you know, building that customer list is really important. And not to mention, uh, you know, when, when investors are looking at your business and if you have a large customer list like 20,000 people, 50,000 people who have agreed to receive marketing messages in there, you can actually you know, forecast the potential revenue that you'll receive based on that audience. So it's really important that you build that list because you know, it's easier to keep a customer than, or it's cheaper to keep a customer than to um, invest in getting a new one. Yeah, that's a great point. And I just want to highlight that we did a webinar with a legal group called SAGAV, and it's on our uh, foottraffic.co forward slash webinars. I would encourage you, if you want to learn a little bit more about that point that Guillermo just uh, mentioned of driving equity for your business, I think that's probably one of the biggest, most important thing you could be doing. You don't know what tomorrow may bring. Right, You may have part of your strategy to just grow those business, but you may get to a point where you say, hey, you know what, I had a business offer that I don't want to pass on. And here's your opportunity to you know, do a, a, a business merger or sell the business off. The first thing they're going to look at is what is your target list, right? What is your customer base? And they're going to check for compliance, right? Have they opted in? And if not, guess what? Your equity value is going to go down. So one of the things that we do help our customers uh, build is a customer base. And we do that in a very compliant manner so that you can always go back to, these are my customers. These are my customers. We did have a question, Guillermo, come up. And I think this, this is a really important one to address, maybe taking a quick segue here from the list of questions we received prior. And that is just getting maybe your feedback on, you know, the employment of some of the strategies like Leafly, Weed Maps, or Canopy on building sales and reputation management uh, for a cannabis dispensary. What are your thoughts on that? No, I think these are all great channels to, to get exposure for your brand. Um, you know, a, they are not all created equal, and they, it really depends on your, your location. So Leafly has a big market share in Washington. Weed Maps has a large market share in California and Washington, D.C. Uh, so they're really important in those states. Um, Leafly is heavy education, is heavy on the education side. So um, it is a great resource for customers to learn more about your, your products and strains. So they've built out a fantastic database on Leafly for that. Um, Weed Maps as well, uh, they, they have a you know, large market share. So they're, they're great for you to, to advertise on, but I wouldn't put uh, all your, 
all your bets on that one horse, right? So you need to diversify your digital marketing. And we've actually seen, you know, from, let's say from WeMaps that it's, it's great to get customers, let's say for the first three months, but then after that, it kind of trickles down and you don't see a lot of new customers from that platform. So you just need to be careful on, uh, on how you're spending your money and you need to really track what you're getting from it. So ask yeah. safely, ask WeMaps, ask, ask Canopy for analytics. Like, all right, I'm paying you $5,000 a month. What am I getting for it? So, you know, ask those tough questions and these platforms should, should be able to provide that data. You know, how many sales, WeMaps and Leafly both now uh, accept online orders through their platform. So that's a great way uh, to build revenue. Uh, on those two platforms is any orders that are coming through these marketplaces, just add them to your, you know, add them to your um, advertising network. You get them from your website, you get some from WeMap, some Leafly from, you know, whatever other platforms that you may choose to invest in. So That's a great point, Guillermo. And I will add once again, right, we just talked a, a moment ago about building your equity through customers and making sure that you're opting them in, that is gonna be your, your path towards success and building the equity of their value of your business. Uh, one of the challenges that I will say here, right, that differentiates um, your own digital marketing strategy and the reason why you don't wanna bet all in one horse is that you're building organically your customer base. If you are investing in these other channels that are just throwing revenue at you, uh, great, great source of exposure, great source of revenue by all means, but where are those customers? Are you going to be able to retarget them afterwards? Are you going to be able to send them a text message or an email? Are they opting in? Will they be part of your whole um, dispensary um, equity in the end of the day? So keep that in mind, uh, and I think that's a, that's a really important point. So thank you for that, Guillermo. Um, so, you know, I had another question here that, that was asked um, prior, and that is, since the government said dispensaries are essential, how have dispensaries pivoted during COVID? Uh, that's a great one. Uh, we've we've uh, had to, to pivot with the dispensaries on that one, right? So uh, the main thing that occurred quickly was everyone moved to online. So you need to have your online menu on your website quick. You need to be able to accept those online orders and you need to be able to get out your message to your audience quickly as well. Are you open? What's your hours of operation? Uh, do you allow for curbside pickup? Are you allowing delivery now? Like a lot of, a lot of dispensaries transitioned quickly as far as their, their technology and you know, the, everything moved to digital really. Since you, you don't have that experience in store anymore and a lot of people were hesitant to actually go into stores these, these alternatives like curbside pickup and delivery have exploded. And, you know, Canada, I know in um, Vancouver, they started to allow delivery. I know like New Jersey, they started to allow delivery just, you know, during COVID time. So they, it's great to see the, the um, kind of people's appetite and how it's changed and how they're really uh, opening their arms to, to delivery and, and digital as a whole. So, there, is, there was a, a big difference in companies who uh, really took that on, like head on and pivoted quickly, or a lot of companies that already had this infrastructure in place just 
they didn't have a, you know, a loss of business during COVID. They actually probably grew during this time. So. Yeah. And I would say too, that, you know, being that I do engage with a lot of clients uh, on a day-to-day basis uh, here with foot traffic, I have noticed that the customers who did not really pivot quickly, they're now realizing that this is the new norm. Um, it, it really has become the new norm. And I would say this is commentary that comes directly from the clients themselves. You know, they, they went into this whole crisis thinking, okay, yes, digital marketing was important before, but uh, now uh, digital marketing has been put in the forefront. And now we are transitioning all of our budgets for marketing towards digital marketing uh, fairly quickly. So we have the earlier adopters that were already believers in digital marketing. And now we're seeing the kind of the middle of the road adopters. They're like realizing that this is a new age. And then we're seeing the ones that are probably going to lag a little longer. They're still holding out to see what's, what's to come. Right. And if I was a business owner at this point, I always try to put myself in their shoes. You know, where would I want to be? Do I want to go after the customers that are active? They are, are having conversations online. Everybody's online right now. They are searching online for services. They're sitting in their couch. They're sitting in their home offices. Some of them may still be going to essential places of business, right? But they're still active. They're having that conversation. My uh, recommendation is always be part of that conversation. And the one way to be part of that conversation is digital, right? If you don't have as much foot traffic out there, right? That people are sort of scared still about the second wave of COVID. Be digital, right? Be in front of them. Be part of that conversation. Um, and a great, uh, go say, ahead. And a great way to do that is exactly what we're doing right now, Zoom. Uh, we've actually had a, a lot of clients, you know, move all their medical recommendations and whatnot to Zoom. So they're, they're having that conversation and that community, you know, in Zoom, you can have a, you can have a, uh, uh, kind of like an open room and you just have to approve people to get in. So yeah, that could be, that could be a great way. To great, great. Uh, great point, uh, Guillermo. And I do want to pivot us towards some of the other questions here. Uh, we're, we're likely not going to have enough time to cover all of these questions. Some great questions that have come through. Um, for this webinar that we're hosting here. However, if you do have other questions, you can always get in touch with us. Uh, we're happy to have that dialogue on a one-on-one -on -one basis, you know, have a better kind of view on some of the challenges perhaps you want to overcome. More than happy to do that. Um, the question that we get a lot of, and I think part of it was highlighted here with one of the questions from attendee today, is surrounding Google Ads, right? There's all of this compliance out there. There's a lot of challenges to understand what is right, what is not right. Is Google Ads um, for dispensaries a good strategy, Guillermo? Yes, that's, uh, that's one of the best strategies you can implement. Uh, you can, you know, the ROI is undeniable. You know, if you have revenue attribution in place, you can, you can quickly launch ads. Uh, you just want to be sure that you don't use, you know, cannabis related terms in your ads and you can see a boost in traffic, you know, within a few days. So it, it's a really um, powerful marketing channel and the ROI has been, uh, it's been undeniable. We're seeing anywhere between, you know, 30 to a hundred dollars for every dollar you spend on Google ads. 
So it's wonderful. Really yeah, I th I, and I would uh, I would preface too that you know I, I know that we just threw out an average there, but um, on the high side of Google Ads, we've seen you know a customer recently that was doing around seventy plus dollars for every dollar spent on Google Ads. So there are those outliers out there. And so you won't know if you are in one of those outlier zones until you try it. And that's why we're actually offering a free 30-day trial of Google Ads to get people familiar with that practice. We are one of the only uh, digital marketing agencies that have been doing Google Ads for the last five years for dispensaries and not getting anybody shut down. And in part because of Google's um, Google Ads certification that we have here, two staff members that, um, that are part of that program. So we have Guillermo and we have our CMO as well who are both certified by Google. And so we know how to get it done and we know how to drive some ROI. Now we have uh, time for perhaps one more question here, Guillermo, and then we have to transition. Um, but once again, just want to remind you, you can get in touch with us. There's a schedule, a meeting with us function on our website. Happy to address those questions there. Guillermo, the question that came through here is surrounding content for um, Instagram or social media. How do we actually uh, you know, create verbiage, if you will, for promotions on those platforms without necessarily selling so that you don't get blocked by those platforms? Um, there is obviously the consensus that there's a lot of repetition going on. So we'll answer this question. And once again, this is our final question for today, but we're happy to take some additional questions offline. Yeah, so one, one thing is you actually don't want to promote the sale or abuse of cannabis on Instagram. That's your first thing. Um, anytime that you do that, you're encouraging someone to report you, and unfortunately, you'll probably be shut down or your post will be flagged. So instead of using Instagram to sell product, you should use Instagram to build your customer list. So if you, you, if you have a, uh, a text messaging platform and a keyword, you can say text uh, 420 to this number and they'll join your customer list and then that's how you can send promotions to that audience. Yeah. Um, but and, Instagram is a And that's very, a great point. Instagram is very, very uh, powerful as far as creating awareness and uh, being part of that conversation with your audience. Um, but you have to be very conservative with what you say. And my, my advice would be just um, proceed more as a lifestyle brand. So show, you know, instead of saying we have uh, this product on sale for $9.99, Take a picture of that, you know, when you're out for a hike, you know, using the product, but don't mention the sale or price or anything related to that on the post or, or else you will get flagged. Uh, people will know that you have that product in stock by, you know, just from that product placement and they will click on the link in your bio and then they can visit and learn more from there. Absolutely. And with that, thank you so much uh, once again for taking the time out of your day to join us. We're super happy that you've uh, dedicated that time with us. We're happy to take any other questions offline. I'm always here and available to speak to you. So is Guillermo. And Guillermo, any closing remarks? No, I mean, it's, you know, when, when you are, are taking on the, the task of uh, marketing your dispensary, just know that they're you are not limited right now. There's a lot of channels out there that, that work and that are proven and that uh, can help make a big impact on your business. So, um, you know, don't rely just on the traditional, you know, billboards or, or radio ads or, you know, 
just traditional tactics. Um, there's a lot of digital marketing channels and you know, guerrilla marketing that you can do that just make a huge impact on your business. So there's there's a lot of support there for you, and you know we're more than happy we're more than happy to to help and make an impact with you. So. Wonderful. Thank you so much once again, Guillermo, for joining us here. Thank you, team, um, and thank you, attendees, for taking the time out of your day. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and please stay safe.